Hello, 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 Fierce Tribe. Welcome to the I Am Fierce podcast. I am Emma Ocha, your host, friend, and sister from another mister. This podcast is all about learning your value, owning your space, and knowing who the fuck you are. In a world where everyone is hiding behind some kind of filter, my goal is to help you realise your full potential and reclaim your power through empowering your man. Ain't no bullshit here, it's time to get fierce, fired up and free. I am an empowerment coach and I am here to tell you, you are more than enough. And I cannot wait to jump into today's episode with you. Caitlin, welcome. I just want to absolutely invite you and welcome you to the I Am Fierce podcast. Um, I've really been looking forward to this. Obviously, when I met you, I was like, well, I met you online, still not met you in person. I know. One day, one day. What's new? Coronavirus. (laughs) Coronavirus. But um, so I just am so excited to have you here to talk about all things empowerment, all things women related. And I just want to get into the nitty gritty. I want to lift the lid on the shit that we might not speak about, the things that really, this is all about the things that piss us off that we want to talk about. Um, So it's real and raw. But yeah, I just wanted to get like a nice light intro to who you are, what it is you do, a wee bit of background so that the listeners can get to know you. Cool. So I'm Caitlin, I'm 26 and I'm a personal trainer and online coach. I've got my own gym, which I opened last year during during the whole Rona, um, and I'm a bikini athlete as well. Wow! So I didn't know you had your own gym. Yeah. <laughs> I so, just found that out there. So yeah, I um, well, I was I suppose this will kind of go into my intro, but I was working for Pure Gym. Um, up until obviously Corona happened and obviously it all happened. My, you know, technically I thought my, you know, business was just going to shit basically. Um, didn't know what to do and I then decided that I wanted to go and open my own place because during obviously the Corona gyms were shut and I was like, I want a safe place for my clients. I want that the safety of having my own place. I've built this. I don't need to rely on any gyms anymore. This is mine. Um, So yeah, I went and done it as gyms just opened. Obviously they're shut now, but hey, at least it's my place and I've got it. So yeah. Amazing. So can you take us back a wee bit to who you were back in the day, like before Caitlin, the absolute PT goddess, what what was your what's your story like let us know let us in because it's not as if you just woke up and became this absolute warrior woman like who were you before what made you want to change like what is your story obviously that's quite a big question I have specific questions that you trust me girl I'm going into (laughs) for now it's like who who the hell were you before did you like was it a is it a story behind why you have why you're so passionate and why you are who you are today. Yeah, so it's going to be a long one, but I'll try to cut it down as much as I can. Okay. Um, so, yeah, growing up, I was never never into fitness or anything. Like, you know, I'd never... Health was never at the top of my... Like, my family didn't cook as nice dinners. It was always, always got junk. But um, that was kind of... I didn't exercise, nothing. 
left school and I didn't know what I wanted to do. I suppose not a lot of people do. All my friends were going to uni. Um, I had nothing. I remember actually crying out my mum being like, I don't know what I want to do. Like, like all my friends are going to be successful. I'm not, blah, 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 blah. Mum was like, you just, you've just not found what you wanted to do yet. So anyway, fast forward, I put a bit of weight on and stuff. Um, and then I decided that I wanted to be the police. So obviously with the police, you need to do your fitness test. So I did get through to that. Um, I failed miserably. Like I remember we had to run around the building and I couldn't even make it like, like a quarter of the building. It was so bad. Um, I didn't train for it. I just was never, I was out drinking all the time. I just never, never really was passionate enough to go do it properly. Um, so then my mum said, why don't you use this time? You're not doing anything. You're not working to go to the gym and get your fitness up. And I was like, cool. I've got addictive personality. So instantly I just loved it. Not only did I love it, I then took it a little bit too far. I got ended up with quite a bad eating disorder with it. Um, I was basically just dieting myself to the ground and, you know, overtraining. But at that point, it was just cardio. So I was just going to the gym. I always go to the gym. It was just running, running, running on a treadmill. Um, and then I decided that I wanted to go make a career out of it and learn more because I knew I was going down the wrong route. So I decided to go to college and do my HND, which then I got more familiar with um, actually how to do things properly and what I was doing obviously wasn't putting me in a good place. Um, and yeah, I went from there and I just loved it. I wanted, I didn't get that help out when I first started training. So I wanted to be able to help people out that I didn't get help from. Um, and then I went to a bodybuilding show and I just was in total awe. Um, I just could see the passion and dedication in them. Um, and again, you could, it was nice to see like females doing it because you think bodybuilding, you think just males, but it was nice to see the empowerment and females from this perspective. And I was like, yep, yeah, I'm doing that. And to be honest, bodybuilding totally changed my life. It actually got me away from the route I was going down with that eating disorder. Um, and it actually made me change for the better. Yeah. And build. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that's pretty much my background. Um, and I did go through quite a bad time um, when I was starting out, obviously, with not having a job and stuff and fitness just completely changed me mentally like for the best it helped again fitness and bodybuilding helped me so much I was going down a bad route with drinking everything else that it just totally changed my life around um, and obviously getting a career out of it as well because I just I don't know where I would have if I hadn't um so yeah that's pretty much my background yeah um that's amazing um that is really amazing to turn it all around like that um so obviously <laughs> as usual on a tangent you'd said mm -hmm. you started your own gym so do you feel like specifically in the fitness industry when corona big rona hit you felt like so there's in my mind a growth mindset and then a like a limiting mindset i feel like if anything 2020 
we all went into 2020 wanting actual 2020 vision. I feel like we bought that whether we wanted it or we didn't want it. Some people adapted and it's actually made them. Other people have not been able to adapt as well. And I'm not talking about in terms of money or funding or anything. I'm talking about their mind, like thinking outside the box. Do you, were you surprised that, is that who you are innately? Or were you surprised that you were like, fuck this, I'm, I'm doing something, am I, am I hell letting someone take my business? You know what I mean? That is your life. Was it that kind of passion or was it like, you've just always been like that? No, it was total passion. Like, I actually look back, because it's people that say to me, they're like, Caitlin, you done incredible in 2020. And I'm like, I don't even like think it myself. It's not till now I look back and go, you know what? I actually, considering circumstances, I've done well. But it was, it was just total passion. Like I knew that I had to, that's not always been in me, but I knew I had to do something. I knew I had to kind of, I've always, well, since I kind of started um, fitness out, that I've always, and I always say to clients, I need to turn any negative situation into a positive one. So that is what I've done. I was like, yeah, no, so- I need to it's because what is the alternative to sit in victim land? Like, it's not, it's just not me. It's not who I am. People always say to me, you never stop. And, well, you know, from the voice notes, the Lord, <laughs> you only met me two weeks and you're like, what the fuck is this now? <laughs> but I'm literally like, like every day because, <laughs> I mean, at some point I want that shit to calm down. But for no. me right now, there is no alternative. I like working. We need to stop demonizing people who want to work their arses off yes. maybe I come from maybe we, someone's come from f all from nothing and maybe this is their happiness yeah. I understand it can go too far I know when it goes too far I made myself physically unwell hence the weight hence the yeah. insomnia just anxiety just my mindset so yes it can go too far but we can't keep demonizing people who actually feel alive when they work. They actually enjoy their work. I have earned the right, you have earned the right to enjoy a Monday because you yeah. created your own damn business around your passion. You 100% know? totally. People, we are walking examples of people. You, it doesn't matter where you come from. Well, I don't know where you come from, like that kind of way. My circumstances don't define my future or my abilities. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And I feel like you probably have such a diverse range of clients that come from all different backgrounds. You kind of find yourself, you know, I started out, my background is musicianship. I'm a musician, that's what my master's is in. And then I very much started to find people would be asking me, how do you use your voice? Because I really want to get more confident in the workspace. I've been promoted. I don't know how to handle myself in a male-dominated industry or, you know, boardroom or I want to do more public speaking. My new job requires that. So I started hosting public speaking courses and then I started Find Your Fierce as the second business where I was an empowerment coach. It just bleeds into each other. You can literally create whatever you want to create. And I think that's why I was so excited to get you on this podcast because I was like, to me straight away, I can see that you're self-made. Yeah. You know, and that in itself, like, Maybe me saying to you, you're self-made, by the way. <laughs> and you're like, you kind of know, but me telling you, you'll come off this call and be like, I'm self-made. Yeah. You know what I mean? Love that. Um, so what has been your biggest struggles around feeling empowered or not? Ooh, so I would say my biggest struggles would be confidence. Um, if I'm not confident, then 
I don't feel empowered. Um, I need to be confident with whatever I'm doing and, you know, just life. And I will feel empowered. If you've not got that confidence, you ain't going to feel empowered. I would definitely say that's the one kind of struggle mm-hmm. is confidence. But um, so what is it, what would be an example of that though in your life? Like where, where would you, where would you, what kind of memory do you have that that is something, just so that people can resonate to that specific thing, if you know what I mean? Like, like in the last couple of years or just in... you Anything that sticks out to you where you're like, that was instrumental to me changing. Ooh. Like something that's, like for me, like that's what I was saying yesterday, B and I, we got into a discussion around dating and specifically she spoke to me about um, when she was in college, she's American, um, to who she is now, the woman she is now. And she was she was saying, like, we were talking about body image and confidence around being comfortable in your own skin. She related that to who she was in college, to who she is now. I think it's just, I think ultimately what I'm asking is, for me, personally, my biggest struggle um, around feeling empowered or not feeling empowered has been truly how I show up. Like I haven't been, I stopped myself showing up until three years, two, two and a half years ago. I started showing up the way I am now, but I technically have not showed up that whole time, my whole life, because I didn't feel like I was in my body. So I felt like, I actually feel like, still now, obviously I'm going through it with you, but I feel like I'm over here living my life and my soul, my, me, the essence of me is over here on the other side of the room. And it's the most horrible, debilitating feeling. You feel like, and the more that I grow as an empowerment coach and motivational speaker and artist, the more you're required to be in the limelight. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, you feel like a hypocrite at times. If I, if I, I want to be so good with myself that I feel so tight in my body, I feel good. I feel at one, you know, therefore I don't need to, Nobody needs to then look for external validation in somebody else. Do you know what I mean? So for me, it was pretty much centered around how I felt in my body. And that stopped me showing up. So it stopped me going for these amazing opportunities or changing my life in any way. Yeah, I can get that. I can kind of relate to that in a way. Like, do you know what? It's, yeah, I would say it's probably before I started my own business. Mm -hmm. Um, I started working in Pure Gym and... I didn't believe in myself. I didn't. I was just kind of ticking the days off. I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't. I wasn't driven. I was started in there, and I was just going day by day. I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to, you know, do what I wanted to do. Um, and I can't remember what just turned that round, but I just kind of seen the future and knew what I knew what I wanted. And as soon as I got that confidence back in me. Everything, everything went well. I was getting clients. I was growing my business. I then went completely self-employed in Pure Gym. Um, and just everything, as soon as I got that confidence in myself, everything started to flow. Um, and that's when I, you know, I felt empowered. So, uh, yeah. okay, so what do you advise if someone is struggling with feeling confident within their own skin? What is your biggest advice? So you probably give this out every day, but um, what would be your biggest advice? If someone's so, really struggling. Biggest advice if somebody is struggling in their own skin. Um, 
well, I do, I deal with it all the time. And the one thing I can always say is look at yourself and in the mirror and pick things that you like. We are so easily to point out everything we don't like. It's easier to be negative on ourselves rather than positive. And that's finding things that you like about yourself. It's also finding out where is this coming from? Is it validation from other people? Is that why you're not feeling so confident in your body? Is it, um, you know, social media? So why? So do you think self-inquiry, so asking deeper questions? Yeah. Do you think, um, here's just one random, do you think social media is the devil? What's your opinion? Okay, yes and no. So is it the devil for... Okay, so for what I do in a sense of for clients, I think it's a devil for clients. Okay. I think it it can have positive effects. It can be motivating, but it can also be totally demotivating. Mm-hmm. Um, you see all these influencers, and you know, let's just say, let's just say for the fitness industry right now, because that's what I do. Um, you see all these people looking the really good, but. To be honest, a lot of the time they don't even look like that all the time. It's all about angles. Social media is fake. It's bullshit. I know that myself. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Do you think there's a way that people can use social media in a positive way? There, there definitely is. I think it all depends on the platform you follow. So you can you can go on social media and it can be positive. If someone's making you feel negative or just not good about yourself, unfollow. Um, unless it's motivating you, get it to fuck. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Couldn't I mean I see this all the time. So I feel like I feel like social media. I wouldn't say it's the devil. I would say it is our responsibility for to what we consume. Like like you say, we have the ability to unfollow people and follow accounts that actually work for us. I wouldn't be where I am without social media for my business so that is a massive positive to me like I would not be anywhere near where I am without social media um, however there's times where I have felt overwhelmed with social media especially being a bikini athlete and I've wanted to come off social media but because of business just, I just can't. Do you, um, what do you do to then relax like what do you do to re-energise and you know like if you're feeling overwhelmed, what do you do with that anxiety? So see if you're like, the way I've been feeling recently is I want yep. to run for the Himalayas and knock and smash my phone and throw my laptop at the window, then run over it and reverse over it just to make sure it's gone and then take off to the Himalayas. So when the anxiety is that high, what do you do? I mean, obviously you train, but is there anything else you do? For training, I put my phone away, like literally away. And I'll get out and I used to walk. I love going to walk for a podcast, but then I've got my phone on me and I need to get away from my phone because I'm exactly like you, constant like clients, you know. But you need you need to take that. You can't. We cannot be twenty four seven. We cannot be on point to it. We need that time away. Um. So that is what I'll do. And I've over the last year, I have been a lot better with putting my phone away and trying to relax because mm-hmm. it gets too much. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, so one of the questions is, what does feeling empowered look like to you? So empowered, um, I think it's confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, 
knowing what you want. So I talk about, see confidence. People come to me all the time and they're like, oh, I'm struggling with confidence. And see, because I'm so bold, I'm literally black and white. I am mixed race. So I think genuinely I'm that way as a personality as well. I just tell it like it is. I'm like, so you want to be confident. You cannot buy confidence off a shelf in Asda. You literally need to do the work. The work is ever expanding. The work is looking at your mindset, looking at your lifestyle, looking at how much you're people pleasing, taking your pain to power, like dating in relationships. Even people in relationships can date themselves. I'm such a big believer of this. So many specific, sorry, especially women are constantly looking for external validation to heal something within them that is subjective and it's personal. And I just feel when somebody is talking about confidence for themselves, they need to go deeper than that. Because like, what is confidence to that person? Like, what is confidence to you? Feeling good in your skin, being able to show up for your job, do your competitions, um, wear the clothes you want to wear, do the photo shoots you want to do. Like, I mean, the list goes on. Feeling comfortable in front of your partner. You know, it's all these things. And I just feel like, I just wish when people are talking about confidence, they actually spoke about what it takes to get confident. You know? I totally get why you're saying that like, you can't buy confidence. It's so true. Mm-hmm. And with me, like, although I'm confident in some things, I'm not confident in others. I can be confident. I can be confident today, but tomorrow I could, you know. Do you know when someone comes to you um, and they're saying they want to look a certain way and they want it like tomorrow? Do you get that kind of, how do you deal with that? Because that's a lot of people's mentality, even in the cosmetic surgeons, um, plastic surgery world yep that is a hard one actually had a conversation with someone yesterday it's not what I do it's not what I would preach I like more lifestyle change long-term effects because I'm not I'm not about that most people do want a quick fix and at the start they will think that and then they realize that they actually want a lot more from it it's not the quick fix it's well. yeah it's hard to get people around that mindset and that is my one goal is to get people to switch that and go right this isn't this is this is a lot more than I want to drop a dress size in a in a month like it's a there's a lot more to it and they, they realize it but it's hard to get you know about to get that into people at the start especially females like we've always just we're impatient I am too Mm-hmm. Do you feel that there's such a thing as falling off the wagon? Do you believe in that? Yes, I know, but people will say I fell off the wagon. They've not fell off the wagon. They've had one small fuck up and then they've decided, fuck this. Um, and that is the hardest. That's probably the hardest point is getting people around that. We all make mistakes. It's normal. We're only human. You know, remember your goals. That's kind of the most important thing. Okay, well, thank you. Um, the last thing I wanted to ask is, what do you want to change in the world and why? Like, because obviously, Hen, you know what your purpose is. You knew what your why was a few years ago, and now you know what your purpose is. So that is like the greatest gift anyone can give themselves. Yeah. But ultimately, what really pisses you off in the world, in your industry, out with your industry, that you want to make a change through what you're doing with your business? Okay, so there's a few things. First one, I want to change how people like see themselves and 
teach people to learn to love themselves and not compare themselves, especially social media. I want to teach that you can get good results, live a healthy life while still enjoying things you enjoy because there's so many diets out there. Yeah, the quick fixes, really extreme. Might lose a little bit of weight, but is it sustainable? I want people to enjoy enjoy the not just the end result, they enjoy the, the feel better until then. That's what I want to do. That's what I've always wanted to always preach about it. And it's any client that comes to me always says, This is great. I'm I'm allowed this. Like this is this is good dieting and that is always the goal. That's pretty much yeah, pretty much it. You want to do well, you're certainly doing that. You're doing amazing, and I think um, who I've told you last year was amazing for you. Obviously, I've just met you, but I can tell you know your uh, community that you've built is real, it's real people with real yeah. results, and you should be proud of that. Um, but yeah, thank you for coming on the podcast. You answered my questions way quicker than I thought you would, so I was like, Oh, I'll just add in more. <laughs> Love it. No, okay, well, thank you so much for, for coming on. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed it.